Welcome to Sunday mornings. When we sleep later, life is a bit easier and we approach topics from a different perspective. I'm Jazz and this is your bonus segment. It's a thank you for tuning back in after my absence. In this segment, I'm gonna introduce some astrology. It's not necessary that you know, understand, or even believe in astrology. In fact, it might be cool if you don't, because then you can take these topics into the lab of your life and see if they resonate, see if you can relate. The truth will piss you off, and then it will set you free. Are you crafting reality to justify self-deception? The past two eclipses are still ringing inside of us. We have felt our heart's deeper desire, which is why I wrote the heart-brain piece earlier this week. You can find it on Instagram at consciousness underscore architect. The two eclipses this month have done a couple of powerful things. They've revealed the hidden dynamics of control and covert patterns of exploitation and codependency in the world, inside of us, and around us. And they have reminded us what the heart wants and needs. The moral of all this undoing and revealing is to make sure that what we love and are devoted to is in alignment with the big picture of our lives and that it is not making us a sacrifice. We have ended an 18-year cycle in the past 18 months that is ended on the 21st with the Leo lunar eclipse. And those effects will linger for a while. We are also starting a new 18-year cycle. as well as a 55-year cycle. Yeah, when Chiron goes back into Aries, February 19th, after leaving Pisces, where our scabs have most definitely been picked. This is a crossroads. Discernment is paramount. Free will serves one purpose and one purpose only, to free ourselves from the life we've been handed in order to live the life we came here to live. There is no other use for it. We live in a sea of unconsciousness which drives 90% of our lives, which makes Jung's quote even more important. Until we make the unconscious conscious 
It will dictate our lives and we will call it fate. Each of us begins our journey the same way. We are born into a family that tells us who we are and what to believe. We go to school and perhaps even church, then college or the military, maybe both. We enter into relationships and work for corporations, all of which have powerfully informed how we see ourselves. They have also asked us to be other than we are. And we've listened. We listened and put parts of ourselves away because, well, as children, we needed and wanted our parents' love. In school, we wanted to fit in. We wanted people to like us. And eventually, we want the love and approval and respect of the person we desire or our bosses our communities. The price is often a loss of self, self-awareness, self-approval, self-respect, self-compassion, self-forgiveness, and certainly our own love. Because we have never been loved in our wholeness. How can we love ourselves when we have given or hidden so much of ourselves away? It doesn't matter. Love yourself anyway. When we don't know who we truly are and perhaps have done things that we don't feel right about, well, the time for punishment is over. Forgive yourself. When we have betrayed the calling of our own soul, often for people who have more stake in us never being in our authority, or following our own heart and soul because it makes us unavailable. It changes the dynamic, requires that we utilize our resources differently, needs us to be our own counsel, which is new for us. This is our crucible. When I say counsel and authority, I'm not talking about the mind and control over another I'm talking about power inherent within the self, the ability to emotionally and authentically self-regulate and connect through a biological computer to discern and interpret the constant feedback we're receiving on our environment and those in it, and to trust it. No, the only act of free will that we have is to choose the path we feel in our heart and soul despite not knowing where that path leads because it doesn't really matter if we have all the answers. We are born with our destiny inside of us. It is our choice that activates it. What has been revealed to us requires response. Remain in routines and places, thought patterns or belief systems that we have outgrown, that perhaps suck the light and the life out of us and are misaligned or rise. It is called self-help self-help for this reason. It is the step we must take on our own. It is this act of free will that throws open the door. Choosing differently doesn't make what was chosen prior wrong. It means that what was no longer works for the direction in which we are called to go. 
We will mourn the falling away, and that's okay. It is the death and the rebirth cycle. It is the chrysalis phase and the transformation from caterpillar to butterfly. It's the reorganization of cells and matter before the phoenix rises. I, for one, cried quite a few tears as I shed the details of what was and what I could no longer do or be. I live in New York City. Most people have side jobs um, that feed into their passions. If you're an artist, a creator, a writer. I have one of these jobs that I work two times a year. And walking to and from the subway, I realized that over the last four years, I had taken every path to and from where I was headed. There was no different way to get to where I was going. No exodus I could take that hadn't been taken. With each step, I shed the details that played into what was. I couldn't keep walking in the ways I had to arrive at a place I had outgrown. Maybe you felt that way too. My heart not only knew a segment of my life had completed, it felt my future. Now, I can't tell you what that future looks like because it's a collection of knowing and images that I feel and sense. However, four days later, I booked an international stage and will be speaking in Nova Scotia. See, we incarnated to live a life that is different from the one we've been handed. The one we've been handed has caused us to forget. Yet we can always feel if we are planted in our body or in sporadic moments throughout the course of our lives, moments, moments of gravity and sensation that tell us where and with whom we belong. And with those we need to bless and no longer can be. Be those people family or friends with the false image we hold of ourselves. The truth will piss you off. It may even hurt, but then it will set you free if you choose to see accurately and to trust yourself. Because force, universe, life, whatever you want to call it, has thrown open the door with these two eclipses. One in Capricorn on January 5th and one in Leo. We also had an eclipse in Cancer. Cancer and Capricorn share an axis. 
That was in July. July and beginning of the month gave us previews. They set a stage. What have you learned? What have you seen? What have you discovered? What have you felt? Because now that the Leo series is over and will not be back for another 18 years, we are entering the Capricorn cancer phase. Cancer is about the pain body and Capricorn is about ego. And they trigger one another. The pain body activates ego. The ego pulls back, which activates the pain body. It's a cycle of mother and father, of death and rebirth, of structure. The doors are wide open. Somewhere in our lives, or maybe our entire lives, the party is over. There is, however, a car out front with a clean change of clothes. The license, pl the license plate reads, Alignment. Your heart and your soul knows the way. This is the time for courage. Because the doors will close again. Not hard. They won't be locked. But they'll be much heavier to open. The choice is yours. Free will. Allow your path to activate or remain in what you have outgrown. The choice is yours alone to make. Thanks, guys. If you want to read some of my writing, you can do so on IG at consciousness underscore architect. Until next Sunday.